I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is Straight out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. Pay that man his money. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Live from the Vegas Strip, the pregame show America has always wanted. With R.J. Bell out, here's Bernie Fratto. Pac-Man is aging gracefully. 40-year-old Manny Pacquiao overcomes Keith Thurman by a split decision to take the WBA welterweight title. Thurman suffers his first professional loss. The Dodgers fight off three airs and Matt Beatty clubs a three-run jack as L.A. hornswoggles the deplorable Marlins 10-6. Clayton Kershaw slapped with a no decision. Mike Trout blasts a three-run homer, part of a four-run ninth, as the Angels put the Mariners out of their misery 6-2. Jackie Bradley powers two three-run dingers as the Red Sox emasculate the Orioles 17-6. Shane Lowry carded a Saturday 63. He has a four-shot lead heading into the final round of the British Open. Final round tee times get going at 2.32 Eastern time because of rain and wind pushing things up. No chance of Tiger in the Sunday forecast. I'm Brian Fenley. We are Fox. We never close in Las Vegas and neither does the staff here at Straight Out of Vegas. Slow season, 
Surely you jest. We've got open golf updates, some exotic NBA props, a story about the greatest bet that was ever made I bet you never heard about, and some new intel about legalized betting across the nation. Take a listen later in the show to see if it involves your state. I could go on, but let's get down to business because we've got a packed show tonight. And I want to thank you for joining us to talk about the greatest reality show in existence, the world of sports, and you can script everything except the outcome. And on that note, welcome back to another edition of Straight Out of Vegas. You know, there was a little fight in Vegas tonight, so we waste no time. I want to welcome in our guest. He hosts the daily T.C. Martin show on our local Fox Sports 1340 AM affiliate here in Las Vegas. He spent many years in Green Bay at WNFL and 107.5 The Fan covering the Packers, but he's also spent 25 years on the boxing circuit. And so we head out live to the MGM Grand Garden Arena here in Las Vegas, the site of the Pacquiao-Thurman fight, where he was ringside. Say hello to T.C. Martin. T.C., how are you? Hey, Bernie. Glad to be with you tonight. So, good night for uh, Manny. Maybe not so good for the book. 75% of the tickets on Manny. He looked to be the more technically proficient fighter. We watched the fight in studio. What did you see tonight, T.C.? Yeah, so pretty much, Bernie, what uh, what we had talked about earlier on. You know, Manny's, you know, power and, and specifically his speed was going to be too much for Keith Thurman. That's exactly what we saw. Was not expected to see the fireworks in round number one because normally Keith Thurman usually sets the tone and comes out fast in rounds one and two, and then he kind of sets into his little pocket and becoming a counterpuncher. Uh, Manny Pacquiao was not having any of that whatsoever. He came out firing from all angles. The 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 foot speed, the hand speed, and then ultimately the power uh, when Manny Pacquiao still possesses at age 40 was just too much for Keith Thurman, so that set the tone early. But, you know, Thurman battled his way back very nicely, especially in the middle to late rounds, but Manny had built up a big enough lead, and uh, it was just Manny Pacquiao night tonight with, uh, you know, 15,000 Pac-Man fans in attendance at the MGM Grand Garden. Yeah, you could certainly hear that uh, as we watch the fight here in studio, and I want to ask you a question because... Manny really appeared to hurt Thurman in the ninth round. I thought he hit him in the ribs with a left hook. What was that? It was some sort of midsection injury. Do you know specifically what that was? No, just, you know, Manny, uh, Manny came strong with the body, you know, shots tonight too. But, you know, he was, he was so effective like he always is with his angles of punches where he's coming from. And he was throwing vicious combinations tonight. He was going downstairs. He was going upstairs. Uh, he caught Herman, uh, Thurman with a, a real solid right, uh, you know, a straight right uh, earlier before that that knocked the mouthpiece out a couple rounds earlier. Yes. But in the ninth, yeah, I think a lot of people thought that, that he was going to finish him off at that point in time. But, you know, at the end of the fight, you know, Manny was clearly the, the, the aggressor. He was the fresher fighter at the end. And I was glad to see Keith Thurman do a 180-degree turnabout when it was all said and done afterwards saying, hey, I got a boxing lesson tonight, and it's just uh, totally different than what he said leading up to the fight, specifically Wednesday at the press conference where he said he was going to crucify Manny Pacquiao and that he was going to put him to sleep, punch the senator in the face, and, and retire him. <laughs> and, uh, you know, those of us that have seen Manny Pacquiao, we knew that that wasn't going to happen. And uh, But it was nice that, that Thurman got a little humble finally when it was all said and done, and he collected his $2 million paycheck. Talking with T.C. Martin, host of the T.C. Martin Show here daily in Las Vegas on our Fox Sports affiliate 1340. One more thing before we flip to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, in the first round, you talked about the fireworks. What was the demeanor of Keith Thurman after getting knocked down when he went back to his corner? Because that, it did take him some rounds to regroup. And about the seventh round, it looked like he started to wake up. But could you see on his face some resignation? Manny may be 40, but Freddie Roach told the truth. He's got the speed he's always had. Yeah, there was definitely that from Keith Thurman. Again, he, he came in very, very brash, very cocky, and he thought that, that his power was going to prevail over Pacquiao. And, and when he entered the ring, he basically sprinted into the ring. He was ready to go, and you could see that he was planning on, on you know trying to make up for you know what he said earlier, that he was going to knock Manny Pacquiao in either the first or second round, and then he got caught. And it was this, the, pretty much the same thing, Bernie, that we – have seen and heard from other fighters at the, after they fought Manny Pacquiao. Every fighter that I've spoken to after they faced Manny Pacquiao, they have said the same thing, that they were not expecting him to be that fast. We're, we're not expecting him to have that kind of power, and that's exactly what Keith Thurman felt in the first round. He felt the power and then he, and the speed. I think it just took him 
several rounds to regroup from that. Number one, he, he was floored. Number two, he was embarrassed, and, and his corner really wasn't sure on how to adapt with that, hence why, why Manny built the big lead, winning the first four or five rounds. Yeah, you're exactly spot on. When he, when It's one thing to watch Pacquiao on film or tape, but when you get in and it's unfolding in front of your life and living color, it's a whole different ballgame. One last question. There was a guy in the tenants by the name of Floyd Joy Mayweather. You may have heard of him. <laughs> because of what happened yeah. tonight, the, the, look, the buzz has been there. You know, TC, you live here in Vegas. You've got, you've got your finger on the pulse. I think Freddie Roach would make this fight tomorrow. I think Floyd holds all the cards. I'm going to put a gun to your head. Do they eventually make this fight, Manny and Floyd, part two? Oh, you know, it, it's, more, it's more intriguing now than it probably ever has been. But here's the issue, I think. You know, when it comes to Manny and comes to Freddie Roach, they've always wanted that fight. And they feel that, you know, they, they could have won that fight if Manny didn't have the injured shoulder back mm-hmm. in, in 2015. Mm-hmm. So they want that fight. There's no question. Manny will fight anybody. He's never ducked anybody. We've seen that time and time again. Floyd was watching the fight tonight, and as soon as the decision was, was made, Floyd you know, made a, a B-turn and, and left the building again because he didn't want to have any of those questions getting thrown at him. But here's the thing about Floyd. He is very, very comfortable in life right now, and he's, he's traveling the globe. He's in Russia and Japan quite a bit. He's doing a lot of personal appearances. And I can tell you, talking with his camp, talking with other fighters, who have taken long layoffs, and Keith Thurman is one of those guys. After two years, you start to get comfortable in your personal life. We saw Keith Thurman with that situation, got married, and, and has been very, very inactive, the 22-month layoff. Very, very comfortable in his life right now. Would he walk away from the millions of dollars? Probably not. He could use the money, but I'm telling you, he just he doesn't seem as anxious as he once was right now. And you know how it is. He's oh, yeah. always picked and choose his, his opponents. And right now is not a good time to pick Manny Pacquiao because people say he's, he's 40, but, you know, you've watched Manny Pacquiao the last three or four fights. AJ, nothing but a number of Manny Pacquiao. He looks stronger than ever right now. That speed isn't going away. That's a very dangerous fight, uh, fight for Floyd Mayweather. And he doesn't want to put that zero. He doesn't want, you know, he doesn't want that one. Uh, on his record, he's very happy with fifty and zero right now. So I'm I'm kind of the belief that that it's a fifty fifty shot. I'm not sure Floyd really wants to sign on for this. Yep, good stuff. And let's not forget, Floyd turns forty three next January. Even though he looks like he's twenty eight, he's fantastic. Looks great. But boy, what a payday they'd both be leaving on the table. So we'll just kind of show that I'm hopeful that uh, fate can prevail and they'll make the fight. But. We'll see. Boxing's unpredictable. Let's shift gears. The Green Bay Packers will be in camp with most teams about 10 days from now, if not sooner. And obviously there was a big sea change in Green Bay after missing the playoffs two straight years. Before I get into the current situation, can you sort can you sort out the situation between Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy? Was it as toxic as some people have indicated that it was? Yeah, I, I think it was. In in my time in Green Bay, uh, I saw a little bit of that with those guys over the years. And you know, Aaron Rodgers, first and foremost, he's he's a beast. Uh, it was, he's got a, a different uh, different way that he does things. Plain and simple, he, he's he's an introverted type of guy, and he he has problems connecting with with his teammates, and he had problems connecting with Mike McCarthy. And you know, Mike McCarthy, you know, came from that. Uh, you know, kind of Bill Walsh tree, that sort of type of thing. He ran, you know, things a little bit differently, a lot different than, than Mike Sherman did, who he succeeded. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers wanted to call a lot of the shots there. They did not see eye-to-eye, especially with the playbook, especially a lot of the in-game decisions. There was a lot of indecision with McCarthy, and Aaron Rodgers basically, you know, changed a lot of the plays, game in and game out at the line of scrimmage. So there was always that friction, and it was pretty much, uh, you know, an offensive uh, debate with those two guys, and especially when they would lose uh, games that they probably should have won. So that was, you know, festering for quite some time. And uh, you know, Aaron basically got his way with with McCarthy leaving. So, you know, again, it's a totally different dynamic now. It's it's unknown when you look at the current roster that Green Bay has there with the coaching staff and Brian Gutekunst in his second year at GM. This is going to be a totally different. Packer roster, a totally different Packer feel, 
And, uh, yeah, I believe that Aaron Rodgers is, is happy that Mike McCarthy's gone. Well, so it's going to be a totally different playbook as well. It's my understanding that Matt LaFleur, first-year head coach, he's part of this new, chic, young, GQ-looking group, and they're going to remake the offense. There's zero carryover. The over-under is nine in Green Bay. Obviously, that matters a lot here in Las Vegas as well as around the country now. And I don't think the Pack, you know, Pack Nation wants to see this team not make the playoffs three years in a row. So, in your opinion, will the Matt LaFleur experiment work? They don't really know. I, I Again, it's a complete makeover, as you just said, including the playbook. There's no carryover from last year. Yeah, and that's the thing. you got to remember that the Packers, this is the first time they've had a new coach since 2006, and even before that, you had Mike Sherman, and the offense was very, very similar from Sherman to McCarthy. So it's, it's totally different. But then again, you've got such – a new roster, you don't have many holdovers. I mean, this year's Packer roster is going to be comprised of street free agents, draft picks, uh, you know, and, and, and guys that no one's really heard of before. Very few veterans on this team. I mean, Rodgers is, is your veteran, you know, and then a couple of the guys on the offensive line with Belog and company. So it, it's, we don't know how this, how this thing is going to turn out, but I can tell you right now that, that the, the players seem to be happy right now because uh, Lafleur has taken a totally different approach than McCarthy did. Uh, they get to have music now during during their practices, during the OTA sessions. Uh, he wanted to try to show people that he's going to be a player's coach. So that kind of resonated with some of the guys. But again, it, it's a whole new lot. I mean, you're going to have at least twenty to twenty four guys that that are new to Green Bay comprising this roster. So it, it's going to take time. No one knows for sure what Lafleur is going to do doesn't have any head coaching experience, don't know what the dynamic's going to be like between him and Rodgers. Uh, they've only spoken a couple of times uh, since, uh, since LaFleur was named uh, head coach. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens you know, next week when uh, they come to camp for real on Thursday. Wrapping it up with T.C. Martin, host of the T.C. Martin Show here on our local Fox Sports affiliate, 1340 AM in Las Vegas. He is live from the MGM Grand Garden Arena where he was ringside tonight for Pacquiao Thurman, but it's time to talk football. So we've got about a minute to go, TC. Uh, the total is nine in Green Bay, and they've got a tuple. I think it's a very tough division with the Bears improving, Minnesota improving, not so sure about Detroit. Some tough road non-divisional games. Do they go north of that nine number or not? I'm going to put a gun to your head on that as well. Yeah, and again, with all this stuff, I mean, injuries play such a, a key factor, especially in Green Bay. We've seen that over the last few years. I would say the Packers are probably sit at, at 10 and 6. I think that's where they could go. It could be, uh, you know, maybe they're a 9 win team, they're a 10 win team, but I think that number is pretty close, pretty spot on. And again, it, it's a huge unknown with what you're going to get here. And, you know, they, they may have to win a lot of games on the defensive side of the ball, but they're very, very young on that side of the ball as well, too. So I think it, it's a tough number. Again, there's, there's so much uh, unknown here. But let's be honest, Bernie, I'm thinking that the Packers could be, and this is crazy to say because people here in, in, in Titletown, USA, they don't want to hear this, but the Packers probably the third-best team in that division. And who knows, with Detroit, Bay might be the fourth-best team. And we know how the Lions are, but they probably have a little bit more stability than Green Bay right now. But the Packers are, are, are behind the Vikings. They're behind the Bears. And uh, this is going to be a crazy division. Right. You pointed out it's the instability. At least Minnesota has the stability of Cousins and, and Zimmer back. And, you know, you, you know, the drill with the Bears and Trubisky. Yeah, I'm not so sure about the Lions conversation for another day. But there are a lot of unknowns. I think you're <laughs> right. So the long and the short of it is for folks considering firing – on the Packers, you might want to step aside because you bring it. You, you bring up a good point. There are just too many unknowns. TC, thanks for taking time tonight. It's been a long day for you, Bernie. Appreciate the time, my friend. Great job. Thank you. That's TC Martin. He's host of the Daily TC Martin Show here in Las Vegas on our Fox Sports affiliate, thirteen forty AM. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. In a year where there's been one long shot after another in just hours, could we be witnessing the biggest long shot of them all? 
I'll explain. I'm Bernie Frado. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted. So don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, CRSHOW, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids... Spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And I want to remind you, Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Discover. Go further than ever with the Discover It Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year. So your 35,000 miles could become 70,000. Discover it miles. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. We'll sleep you in a few hours. We're going to learn more about who's going to win the final major over at Royal Portrush. It's been an interesting few days. And frankly, it's been an interesting tournament in this sense. Heavy handle. Books reporting that a lot of money came in on this major. And if you're scoring at home, and I hope you are, Rory McIlroy, number one in tickets, number two in money. Brooks Kepka, number one in money, number two in tickets. Kind of a shame for Rory. Had such high hopes. Here's a guy, hometown boy, all set up to win this tournament. If you don't think these guys feel pressure, he shows up on the first tee Thursday, blasts the ball out of bounds, Breaks a lady's cell phone, quadruple bogeys the first hole, and as you can say, he started slow and faded. 
<laughs> now, in a year of long shots, and by the way, as I was telling Arnie and Aaron, uh, with their show, it's a must-listen every Saturday night, this tournament has been a haven for long shots. In 2003, a guy named Ben Curtis was 500-1, to 1, won the tournament. In 2004, a golfer named Todd Hamilton won the British Open. They called it the British Open back then. He was 500-1. to 1. So why do I bring that up? Because J.B. Holmes, who was your day one and day two leader, was 500-1 to 1 to win this tournament. Now, he's still hanging around. He kind of spit the bit in the on the back nine today. He's you know a couple three four strokes back because Shane Lowry got so hot. But you can still get JB Holmes at thirty to one. But Shane Lowry you could have got at a hundred to one Wednesday. He's now minus two fifty. By the way, as the weirdness continues, both both Phil and Tiger both missed the cut at this major. First time in history that both Phil and Tiger. Missed the cut in the same tournament. And Rory, again, he missed the cut as well. Some big money came in, by the way, uh, Wednesday. Brooks Kepka, a, a better at the MGM Grand, placed 20K on Brooks Kepka to win it all at 6-1. to one. He's alive. He's seven strokes back. But don't poo-poo that because in the history of this tournament, six times a golfer's come back on day four from seven strokes behind or more to win. So I wouldn't write him off just yet. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to get up and watch this. 40-mile-an-hour winds, heavy rain, extreme elements. They've got to really start. They've got to tee off earlier, and they're still not going to escape the elements. They're not going to escape them. Dustin Johnson, he was 12-1. to 1. I better put six grand down on him at the Westgate. At 14-1, to 1, someone put four grand on Dustin Johnson. That money, unfortunately, is gone for good, as is... The five grand, a better at the Westgate, put on Tiger at 20 to 1. Now, why did Tiger fall to 20 to 1? I'm told by my moles, he emptied the tank at the Masters, and God bless him, he won another major. I've always said he never catch Jack. I didn't say he'd win another major, but I didn't really think he would, but he did. And now he's missed two cuts, and he admitted it. You could see his resignation the other day. He's worn out. And what I was told that. Tiger's back really needs to warm up, and it's got to be 70 degrees or more for him to really get in the groove. He's not playing. He's not playing between tournaments. This is a guy that used to hit 1,000 balls a day. He's gifted. He's brilliant. But also, nobody worked harder, and he can't do that anymore. It was the high for the two days that Tiger played was 61 degrees there at Royal Portrush, and I believe he teed off like in 53 degrees. So for future notice, if it's going to be cold, don't back Tiger. But Sleepy, before we get to the leaderboard, you brought up a good point. One of the ways to profit that is a lot of fun, and you hit a big bet Thursday, tell the folks what you had because there's a lot of head-to-head matchups that if you can find a guy like a surfer catching a wave, if you can find that guy in that groove who favors that matchup, you can cash, and you've even got a great price tomorrow on Shane Lowry in his head-to-head. Yeah, actually, I took Lowry a couple days ago when uh, the tournament actually started against Phil. So I guess I got kind of lucky because I didn't really even know who Lowry was. But the odds are saying tomorrow you better wake up tomorrow morning that this one could be close. Second place, Tommy Fleetwood right now. Bernie in a head-to-head matchup versus the leader, Shane Lowry, is a sizable favorite. Fleetwood right now minus 190 to best Lowry tomorrow in a head-to-head tomorrow. Bernie, I, I, from what I saw from Lowry at plus 165, he looks like a man possessed. I think I'd be an idiot if I didn't take him at that price. You got a great price. Right. When you told me the price you got. I'm thinking, see, that's how you win. You catch nice dogs like that. Here's what's interesting, because you don't know what you're going to get tomorrow with the elements. But here's what you do know. Ten years ago, 2009, Shane Lowry, the local favorite, and you're right, he's gaining confidence, and it's mm-hmm. all about that. He won the Irish Open Amateur on this very same course yep. 10 years ago. And as you said, he really knows the course, and you had him day one. Was it over Phil? Over Phil, yes. Yeah, I don't think Phil should fast anymore. I think he should go back to eating you know, fried bologna sandwiches, whatever <laughs> the hell he wants to do. I don't know what he was trying to accomplish there. He's not winning a race. Let's take a look at the leaderboard because here's what I find fascinating. If you knew that Shane Lowry was going to do this, you know, if you had that Biff Tannen book, he was 100 to 1 last Wednesday. Now, if you want to fire on Shane Lowry tomorrow, and by the way, this might be a good play for all I know. He's got a substantial lead. He's the hometown boy, knows the course. You just don't know. He's minus 250. My goodness. That may end up being a, you know, a 
a slick bet. Tommy Fleetwood, you could have got him at 25 to 1 last Wednesday. He's now 3 to 1. I mentioned JB Holmes, 500 to 1 last week, now 30 to 1. Here's what I find interesting. If you like Brooks Kepka last Wednesday at 6 to 1, he's now 7 to 1. So, you never know. We talked about last week that cadre of golfers, the John Roms, the Ricky Fowlers, Andrew Shoffley. I was wrong about him. Cantlay, Fleetwood, all 20, 25 to 1 that the pros were firing on. Some of them are in the hunt. Justin Rose is still around, 18 to 1. He's hanging around. You can't count these guys out. As I mentioned, your guy, Tony Finau, he's tied for eighth. He's 50 to 1. John Rahm was 20 to 1. Now he's 50 to 1. I guess it's just going to be too tough to leapfrog all these other golfers. Lee Westwood, he's in the mix. Jordan Spieth, and as you mentioned, the field, 50 to 1. That leads me to believe the books just really can't find an edge here. Given the unknowns of this course and given the unknowns of what are going to be pretty severe weather conditions tomorrow, again, 40-mile-an-hour winds, heavy rain. I think it's going to be an interesting watch because Mm -hmm. it's going to bring these world-class golfers to their knees. And don't lie to me. Don't tell me you don't like seeing that. I I can't wait to watch it in the morning. I'm waking up. I think it's going to be a great watch, and it's going to be in a few hours. But first... Let's go to the man who's so badass, he wears socks with sandals. That's our man, Brian Finley, with the latest. Hey, I like that intro. Thank you so much, Bernie. Pac-Man is the Botox of boxing. He's not acting or looking his age. The 40-year-old Manny Pacquiao overcoming Keith Thurman by a split decision to take the WBA welterweight title. And before the fight, Floyd Mayweather stepped into the ring to wish Pacquiao and Thurman well. Mayweather will never miss a chance to be seen. To baseball, the Dodgers fight off three errors and Matt Beatty clubs a three-run jack as L.A. devours the deplorable Marlins 10-6. Mike Trout, a three-run jack, part of a four-run ninth as the Angels put the Mariners out of their misery 6-2. Jackie Bradley, two three-run home runs as the Red Sox take down the Orioles 17-6. Pete Alonso, Pete Alonso, I should say, clocked his 33rd home run. He sets the Mets rookie record for RBI with 75 as the Mets bury the Giants alive 11-4. The bearded Shane Lowry with his thick Irish accent threw down a 63 on Saturday to capture a four-shot advantage heading into the final round of the British Open. Lowry and Tommy Fleetwood, who's four shots behind, will tee off at 8.47 Eastern in the last group. By the way, the first tee time is in about a minute. Hey, online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Back to Bernie Fratto and the Geico Fox Sports Studios. Brian, I'm about to pour Jim Harbaugh a big old glass of shut up juice. But before I do, when you hear a coach talk like that, do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing? I think he comes off as a whiner. I think we could all whine like that, but what is the point of it? We are going to give him more attention than another coach that complains because it is Jim Harbaugh. But we don't like saltiness over and over again. It just kind of gets bland, and we start tuning it out, and it just looks bad on the person. So, yeah, I'm not taking too much stock into it. Try doing your talking on the field. Bo Benson, how do you feel about that? Uh, I don't like it because Harbaugh hasn't won at Michigan. Bingo. I think, I think he's a great coach and all that, but why are you taking shots at someone that I don't think you ever beat? I don't think they did, did they? That was, no, 0-4. That was some yeah, weak sauce. And by the way, Brian, on the socks and sandals deal, you said it was a deal breaker with one of your dates. Yeah. Anybody? No, man, that's not happening. One of your dates does that. Give him the old Snoop Dogg. Drop her like she's hot, like she's not hot. Uh, Bernie, right, I might done. need some dating advice from you a little bit more than that because, uh, yeah, I've been getting denied a lot recently. <laughs> Conversation for a different day, but we will have it. I'll tell you who else is getting denied a lot. That's Jim Harbaugh. You know, I just want to say this, Ken, and I have the right because I spent many years in that market, many years, and I cut my teeth at WTK in Ann Arbor when Lloyd Carr was there. I covered that Michigan football team for a while. I got a lot of respect for the university. The three men I admire most, the father, son, and Fielding Yost, also another conversation for another day. But Jim Harbaugh has this insatiable need to have his brain go on vacation and put his mouth in charge. Harbaugh was hired to do three things when he was hired at Michigan. Beat Ohio State, win Big Ten titles, and go to the Final Four. 
How has that worked out? And then he's got to take a shot at Urban Meyer. What fruitful purpose does that serve? Now, I know Harbaugh's feeling a little saucy because for the millionth time, is this the year for Jim Harbaugh? Pump the brakes on that. And by the way, I will tell you, we will get heavily. Brad Powers and I are going to do another, our second college football extravaganza show, Saturday, August 17th. And I will tell you, Michigan will not get any of my money this year. I'm tempted to maybe bet them week one against Middle Tennessee. It opened up at like 28. It's minus 31 now. They will probably poleaxe Middle Tennessee. Then everybody will tell us how great Don Brown's defense is against Middle Tennessee. And everybody's talking about, well, not everybody, but the folks that are Michigan backers, this is our year because we've got Notre Dame at home, Michigan State at home, Ohio State at home, the gauntlet. Well, what if I told you that in Harbaugh's tenure against at home in Ann Arbor in the big house against ranked teams, he was a sparkling two and four. Harbaugh, by the way, is seven and 12 in his career against ranked opponents anywhere. And they've got Wisconsin week three, and they lost at Wisconsin by a good margin two years ago. I think Wisconsin could be a trip up. We'll see. They've also got to go to Penn State. That won't be a picnic. The bottom line is, do your talking on the field, Jim Harbaugh, please. Urban Meyer, he is what he is, but I respect him. I don't know if he had any issues at Bowling Green. I don't know if he had any at Utah, so maybe it's not everywhere. What happened in Florida has been chronicled, but that's by the naysayers. He also had Tebow, not a bad guy. All right, what happened at Ohio State? Yeah, I guess they don't have a bunch of choir boys. Too bad. Deal with it. It would have been a lot you know, more impressive if Harbaugh would have beaten Urban Meyer on the field. And don't be surprised, by the way, if Ryan Day swings into Ann Arbor this mm-hmm. year and with their new quarterback, the transfer from Georgia. And I'll tell you, this Ohio State team's got a lot of speed. they got a great defense back. Well, okay, we'll see. do you have something on that, Sleepy? Go ahead. It just sounds to me like Harbaugh's counting his chickens before they hatch because they haven't even seen, you know, Ohio State yet. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you, uh, Notre Dame isn't, isn't going to be a picnic either. I'm really looking forward to that Notre Dame-Georgia game. That'll be a primer. Notre Dame should be better than last year. And with Notre Dame's backup quarterback last year, they put up 31 points on Michigan. Look, save that for another day. All I wanted to do was rant about Harbaugh because he brings it upon himself. Look, if you want to win Big Ten championships and beat Ohio State, <clears throat> wah, 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 wah. hey, if you want sleepovers, you want to climb trees? You want to go to the Vatican? You want to take road trips to South Africa? He's your guy. Go get him. Wonderful. All right, I'm done with Harbaugh. Real quickly, and this will be our last time we talk about the NBA because we are going to flip to football and a lot of other pertinent things. But I want to try to pass along information that we find pertinent because there are ways, 365, 24-7, to make money on all sports here in Las Vegas. And on July 8th, I didn't get a chance to get to this last week, uh, there were some odds put out having to do with teams that would either make or miss the playoffs. So you can bet a team to make the playoffs. They could get swept in the first round, it doesn't matter, or not make the playoffs. And a lot of these lines are fairly well prohibitive, right? Utah Jazz probably will make the playoffs in the West, but you're going to have to bet. You're going to have to lay 10 to 1. Not great value there. And the West is pretty crowded. Clippers 20 to 1. In the East, the Sixers 25 to 1. I don't think you want to tie up your money for nine months on that. But I look at the San Antonio Spurs, a franchise that's all nothing. They've made the playoffs 22 years in a row. They're minus 250. Now, I think there's pretty good value there. You make almost 50% on your money, I think they'll make the playoffs. But one team that caught my eye even more so was the Toronto Raptors in the East, minus 200 to make the playoffs, just to make the playoffs. Remember, they were 17-5 and five without Kawhi last year. Yep. They've still got a good group with Siakam. Okay, I'm not going to name the roster. You get the point. And the East is wide open. By the way... If you think they're making progress in Detroit, the Pistons are plus 100 to make the playoffs. So the East, because the the balance of power has completely shifted to the West. I mean, the East is really wide open, and there's some value on some of those props. Sleepy? Bernie, do you have on that sheet that you have there the yeah. Portland Trail Blazers odds? Can you make a no bet right now that they don't make the playoffs? Because here's my thinking. Yes, They're, it's plus 260 that they don't make the playoffs. And I think that that actually could become a good bet. 
let's just say Lillard gets hurt. I don't think that team has enough in the tank to go ahead and get to the playoffs. With Nurkic, you know, he broke his leg last year. It's going to take him some time. You're relying on a guy like McCollum and and Whiteside and Zach Collins and Rodney Hood to take you to the playoffs. The West is going to be tough this year. I'm not hoping anything bad happens to Damian Lillard. I mean, I really like him, but if something happens to him and he ends up missing a significant amount of time, that could be a bet that is really profitable because the West will be tough. It's going to be very crowded. You look at the Clippers, the Jazz, the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Rockets, the Golden State Warriors, the Portland Trail Blazers, and the San Antonio Spurs. Mm-hmm. Those are eight teams. Yep. An injury, one team stumbles, and it could open the door. You just don't know. Last year at this time, Toronto was 18-1. to 1. I don't know anybody that was picking Toronto I to win the NBA championship. Kawhi had just arrived there against his will. We didn't see this coming. Nope. Frankly, nobody saw this coming. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. We've still got to get to legalized betting and some updates. Is your state involved? I'll let you know. And I've got what I consider to be one of the most classic betting stories of all time made by a gentleman who was not a better, and it coincides with a 50-year anniversary today, you will want to hear this story. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. We're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from the Gecko Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up, best bets. First, I want to remind you, 
That Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Discover. Go further than ever with the Discover It Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year. So your 35,000 miles could become 70,000. Discover It Miles. Limitations apply. Discover Match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. Before going any further, I want to thank my guys back in L.A., Brian Fenley, Chris Perfett, Bo Benson. Great job. Do not do this radio show without you. We appreciate all your efforts in keeping us glued together on the air every Saturday night for a grateful nation. Legalized betting. It's a story we will continue to follow forever and maybe even longer. And I want to really quickly, if you're out there, if you hear your state, this the states I'm going to rattle off right now, do it quickly, all have legalized betting. Now, some only have physical sports books. Some have apps. Some are going to get apps. Some don't have anything. They've just legalized it. New York, they actually passed it a while ago, but they didn't pass their first bet or their first bet uh, till last Tuesday. Let me try that again in English. They didn't have their first available brick-and-mortar casino to take a sports bet until last Tuesday. It was kind of met with a whimper. It's up in upstate New York. So New York's one. But you got Delaware, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, Nevada. Did you know Nevada was late? Okay, well, I didn't know that. Uh, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Tennessee, Washington, D.C. Again, they're one of the states recently legalized, but they don't have any betting yet because they don't have any any entities for you to take their bet. And West Virginia. West Virginia had physical sports books and mobile app, but they actually suspended their mobile app in March because of some vendor issues. We are going to continue to cover this so you folks can nationwide know where you can get your bets down and what's happening with that. It's an ongoing fluid story. Today was a 50-year anniversary of a couple of things, Sleepy. We talked about this with Arnie and Aaron and their show. Obviously, 50 years ago today, the United States put a man on the moon, Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, living forever in the annals of important history. But... There, believe it or not, was a betting angle to this. And I want to share this because I find this story to be fascinating. See, back in April of 64, now you hear the name William Hill. They're all over Las Vegas. They're an incredibly prestigious bookmaking firm based in the U.K. They've been around about 80 years. So in April of 64, they were asked a question by a young English college student by the name of David Threlfell. He was 21 years old. And he, was a, he had a fascination with science fiction. He wanted to know, he sent a letter to William Hill asking them, what are the odds you'd give me that someone is going to put a man on the moon? Now, this is April of 64. He had a fascination with it, and he believed it would happen. Well, William Hill responded right away. He sent back a formal letter and said, well, we'll give you 1,000 to 1, but it's got to be done by uh, January 1st, 1971. So Mr. Threlfell placed what would have been in American dollars in 1964, about $24 on that bet. Today would be $24 today is $168 to give you some perspective. Well, spoiler alert, you know what happened on July 20th, 1969, 50 years ago today, he cashed that bet. William Hill, as my understanding as the story goes, within 30 minutes cut him a check for at that time would have been the equivalent of $24,000. American dollars. And by the way, I'm leaving out part of this because after Mr. Threlfeld placed that bet, it got so much attention. He went on David Frost talk show on BBC. They wanted to talk about his bet. It gained a ton of interest. So therefore, a lot of people followed suit and so much action came in on it. William Hill actually lowered the odds to 100 to 1. So there's that. But we're not done. Mr. Threlfeld became curious about might someone ever put a man on Mars. So he wrote a letter to William Hill again. What odds would you give me uh, to bet that someone will put a man on Mars? The sad part, not all stories end happily, is before William Hill could respond, as the story goes in my research, that this young man, David Threlfell, was killed in a car accident. Eventually, William Hill did put a number that... Someone would land on Mars if someone wanted to bet. At this time, it was only 100 to 1, and it had to take place by July 1st, 1976. As you know, 
We haven't put a man on Mars, as far as I know. And uh, July 1st, 1976 has passed. But even 50 years ago, uh, when you have one of the most notorious and interesting events in human history, we find a betting angle. That's what we do here, straight out of Vegas. And speaking of betting angles and sleepy, you've been hot with your best bets. You hit that uh, tennis match last week, and you had Pacquiao in the decision tonight. What is your best bet for tomorrow? Easy one here tomorrow, Bernie. MLB early in the morning. Going to take Colorado, New York Yankees over to total 10.5. Marquez is going to go here for the Rockies. He's been absolutely terrible. Paxton, he's going to go for the Yankees. He's a lefty, and Colorado is number one against lefties. I see a lot of runs in this game tomorrow, Bernie. Colorado, New York Yankees over 10.5. Now, what, what time's the first pitch again, if you haven't said that? 10.05 a.m. Pacific. 10.05 a.m. Pacific time, 1 o'clock. And I guess in Colorado, that would be noon local time. I will tell you... The way baseballs are flying out everywhere, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that number today was 13, and it flew over, right, New York and Colorado? I believe it was. Oh, I think they scored 18 runs in that game or something. I mean, I don't know how you bet the over for 13, but you can't bet the under either. This is really crazy in, in terms of, of these numbers we're seeing. All right, I've got a best bet tomorrow, and it goes to the WNBA, and it involves a game that will tip off here in Las Vegas between the Las Vegas Aces and the Minnesota Lynx. And it will tip off at 3 p.m. Pacific, so at 6 p.m. Eastern. Now, here's the kicker. Typically, I don't see WNBA lines till the day of the game, sometimes just a few hours before the game. But I will tell you this. I've been riding this crest. The Las Vegas Aces have been an under machine. I mean under. Friday night, they were in Seattle. The total was 156 and landed on 135. They've been doing that right and left. So what I'm recommending tomorrow, check the lines. If you get a total play that's 155 or north, fire on that under. And additionally, you might want to know one of Las Vegas Aces stars, Asia Wilson, injured herself. She's one of their top players and leading scorers. She will not suit up tomorrow. So I like the Las Vegas Aces under tomorrow versus the Minnesota Lynx, 3 p.m. Pacific. Make sure you check the lines tomorrow, and we'll go from there. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. Next up, the man from Nashville, Jason Martin. It's the Jason Martin Show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 